If you haven't heard, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Anchor podcast is free and convenient. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I had never felt so sexy or so free as the day when that Sebastian took a hold of me. Sex with him was wild, uninhibited, and completely exhausting. Hell, it was damn near backbreaking. Let me tell you this dear diary, he was a bad, bad man. It is too bad I vowed never to see him again. What's more, I rewarded myself with a post-coitus scolding. Barefooted and naked, save for the man-sized, double XL, cotton white t-shirt, I threw on after my final shower, I all but ran to my car, pressing the trunk button as I approached. I retrieved my runaway bag, slammed the trunk closed, and ran back into Sebastian's house. He was in the shower. I dressed as quickly as I could, as I had to hunt around for my high heel strappy sandals and undergarments. I grabbed my tattered dress, what remained of the g-string Sebastian snatched off of my body. Thank God I was not wearing a bra, I thought wryly. I spotted one shoe under the coffee table and quickly grabbed it. I saw the other one under a bar stool all the way over by kitchen. I hop walked as I attempted to put my shoe on all the while maintaining forward motion. Sebastian quietly entered the room, stood in the foyer, and watched me. He always seemed to miraculously have an extra glass of champagne or wine in his hand. I saucily glanced into his eyes as I hobbled by with one shoe on. I bent at the knee, back straight. I quickly, and yet with poise, picked up my other shoe. I slipped it on before I strutted towards the door. I paused before him, graciously accepted the glass of champagne. Immediately thereafter, I tossed his t-shirt at him. He caught it as I passed on by. I opened the door, down the bubbly, gently placed the empty glass on the entryway table. Without looking back, walked out, closing the door behind me as I went. As I pulled out of his driveway, my mind raced. Every moment I spent with Sebastian played in my mind's eyes like unscripted porn, without the music, on repeat. I shook my head no, again and again in incredulity. I was unwilling to accept the tantric hedonism that bitch slapped its way into my otherwise vanilla life. What did you do Tara? What just happened? I asked myself on the drive home. It never happened. My denunciation monologue began. Nothing, nothing happened at all. It was just my imagination, no more, no less. I'll never see Sebastian ever again. I will never talk to him, not one word. If he walks up to me, I will pretend no one is there. Right in the middle of my rant, disavowing Sebastian's very existence, I remembered one very important detail. I slammed on the brakes as the consequence of this little teeny tiny, yet quite significant, datum dawned on me. Oh shit, the party. I whispered just before I quickly covered my mouth with both of my hands. Horns blew, cars swerved, and people yelled as they drove around me. After a moment or two, or ten, the realization settled in, I had to go back over to Sebastian's house that very night. I gripped my steering wheel and I shook it off. I raced home, showered yet again, 
as I love the scent of my own body wash. I changed into my double-breasted crimson power suite. I chose to go shirtless. I finished my look with a black diamond and platinum statement necklace, matching earrings, and matching satin crimson sling back high heels. I packed my attache case, slid in my Bluetooth earpiece, and whipped my hair up into a severe chignon. The caterer and tent setup were scheduled within the hour. I had no time to lose. Before I knew it, I went into OCD autopilot. The last thing I fully recollected before I realized I was standing at Sebastian's door, was making the order confirmation call to the liquor store. I rang that sexy man's doorbell and busily waited, double-checking my to-do list. As the door opened, my phone rang, the caterer walked up, and the tent truck began backing into the driveway. Wait, I called out as I waved at the truck driver and took off in his direction. I can move my car, I finished. I pushed the little button on my earpiece and continued, Hello, this is Tara. The second my engine turned over, the garage door opened. Sebastian stood to the side and guided me in. He opened my door and all but dragged me out of my car as the garage door closed behind us. I silently glared into his eyes and waited for his next move, an endeavor which I knew would never come to fruition. Alas, all he had time for was the beginnings of rapier kiss. I was saved by the doorbell. The delivery men had called me moments before, asking for guidance into the cul-de-sac, had finally arrived. I smiled up at Sebastian smugly and stepped out of his hold. I straightened my suite then, turned my back to him. I gathered all I could from my car and walked into the house a few steps behind him. The setup went exceptionally well. The theme, black light pajama party, was well received. I served an aphrodisiac punch, made by my friend who created it especially for a hedonistic masquerade party last year. There was a full open bar in the backyard, champagne tower on the kitchen island, and of course there were a few oversized beverage tubs filled with IPAs and designer beers placed strategically inside and out. As the party got underway, without a hitch, I relaxed a little bit. Everyone had dressed their sexy best. I loved the black lighting in the house and the tiki torches which lit up the backyard. The guests drank and danced the night away. Before I knew it, midnight was upon us. I saw the caterer and her staff on their way. I had longed to join in the festivities since its planning stages. I snuck off to the guest bedroom to change. Little did I know what, or shall I say whom, would be waiting for me when I re-emerged. It was Sebastian's party, so of course, seeing him was to be expected. In fact, I was counting on it. Furthermore, I dressed for that every occasion. I wore a candy apple red crystal organza and paisley lace, choker halter bralette, high waist garter belt, hipsters, with matching lace top thigh highs, and fluffy feather high heel shoes. I walked through the house leisurely, faster than a wedding march, and yet, somehow, slower than a sachet. I caught a glimpse of myself in the hall mirror and took pause. I admired my lingerie ensemble I picked up a glass of champagne on my way out to the backyard. Just before I exited the house into the backyard, three men turned and faced me. They stood on the patio, just beyond the door. Well now, I whispered and smiled non-committedly. I bathed in the masculine beauty of the well-built trio. All of which were shirtless, wore designer boxers, and various beach shoes. Not to mention, I had sex with all three of them, no worries. I mused as I greeted each man with a hug, they are inconsequential. As I moved past the men, I assured myself. The only two men who could shake my confidence tonight are Sebastian, who I am staying far 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 away from, and Char. 
Fuck, I hissed. I stopped cold, as if I had been caught red-handed. I was surrounded. Ex-lovers stood closely behind me, as Sebastian and Charles approached head-on. Amazingly enough, my pussy grew wetter with every step they took towards me. My breath caught in my throat in anticipation. Images of being shared by them danced in my imagination. The sound of Sebastian's voice brought me back to reality. Charles, this is my event planner, Tara, Sebastian introduced. Tara, Charles. Charles looked at me mischievously and smiled his ever so sexy impish smile as he extended his hand and said, nice to meet you Tara. You've done a beautiful job here tonight. Thank you, I replied as I placed my hand in his for what I thought was a handshake. To my shock and dismay, I was very wrong. Dance with me Tara, Charles said as he pulled me into his arms. Sebastian laughed and said, you'll never win her over like that Charles. Charles tipped me back over his arm, looked up at Charles, and boldly stated, I've already won. He moved me in a tango swoop before he returned us to vertical and stole a kiss. I stared at him dumbfounded. You have the most beautiful blue eyes Tara, Charles finished, totally focused on me. With that, Sebastian left us to it. I had no idea what the two men were up to however, I was about to find out. I pushed against Charles' chest, in an ill attempt to free myself from that damn sexy giant. He countered by holding me tighter. Stop fighting Tara, I will explain everything, Charles began. He released his hold just enough to look in my eyes and continue, later, I promise. Please, just play along. Trust me, no matter what happens. No matter I say or do. Can you do that for me Tara? Yes, I trust you Charles. I am your tonight. Do as you wish. Elated Charles kissed me again and then said. You really are the best Tara, my gorgeous sweet chocolate delight. If only he knew. Just when I thought the party had no more surprises left to spring on me, in comes Philip with a six foot tall blonde. She was definitely dressed her sexy best. I applauded her super fit figure. I was standing alone next to one of the privacy gazebos when the couple walked over to me, hugged up in each other's arms. Unfortunately for Phil, she did not stay on his arm for long. Hello Tara, Philip peacocked as he spoke. I see you're here all alone. Hardly, I smiled politely at the blonde and said, Hello, I'm Tara Armstrong. I've heard of you. She replied enthusiastically. Hi, I'm Heather. Did you plan this party? Hello Heather, nice to meet you. Yes, I did. I replied. It is amazing. I know I miss the champagne and hors d'oeuvres mix and mingle. I can only imagine how incredible it was. I heard you did Lydia's party too, right? Yes, I plan her birthday festivities every year. Perfect, although I missed this year's bash. The social media pics were amazing. Heather stepped closer to me as she spoke. I'd like to hire you to plan an event for me. I can send you a $10,000 deposit tonight and discuss the details. Let's say. She whipped out her phone and scrolled through her calendar before she continued, Tuesday or Thursday? Thursday is perfect. Cocktails at Pierre's? I replied. Handed her my business card and said, scan the QR code and you will be all set. Be sure to add yourself to the calendar before someone else does. No worries, I'm on it. G-Pay? Heather said as her fingers moved lightning fast over the digital keyboard. Yes please. Philip cleared his throat, twice, before we looked in his direction perturbed, after all, he was interrupting us. 
Heather's attention went back to her phone, while I chose to indulge the man baby. The moment I chose to fully face Philip, Charles appeared just behind him carrying two glasses of my aphrodisiac laced punch. I smiled brightly. I see I still excite you, Philip boasted. I laughed softly before I asked, what are you talking about Phil? You can't hide how you feel Tara. Your eyes are blue. Um K. I replied sarcastically. Oh no, don't you dare deny it. Just as Phil started to climb his high horse, Charles stepped past him and slowly handed me a very full a glass. I took a long drink and sighed in satisfaction. I smiled up at Charles, all the while, Philip seethed as he looked Charles up and down. Philip scoffed the moment Charles took me into his arms and kissed me soundly on the lips. Thank you, my caramel delight, I sighed. I introduced Heather to Charles. We chatted with her for a while as we finished our drinks. Heather simply had to try the punch, therefore she thanked me, said a polite goodbye, and joined the festivities. Deflated, Philip followed behind her. Charles took my hand and led me to the gazebo. I sat on the bed and snuggled a pillow, whilst Charles sipped the panels closed. He turned around and said, open your legs Tara and let me taste you. What? I asked as I slowly rolled onto my back, sat up against the pillows, and wrapped my arms around my knees. The hunger in Charles' eyes was only intensified by the ardor of his approach. My mouth fell open the moment his knee touched the bed. I bagged away as far as I could. I closed my eyes tight and turned my head. I then peeked out of one as I placed my feet together and allowed my knees to fall apart, flat on the bed. Charles chuckled at me as usual. There was always something about him that touched my heart and pussy at the same time. Be very very quiet, Tara. Charles instructed. To which I smirked, really? Well, at least try it, hey? He asked. The name of the game is orgasmic stealth. And this from a man who roars, I reflected. I'm almost certain he just made this shit up. We're definitely going to have to talk, after tonight is all said and done. Oh my, I purred as his tongue swirled over my clitoris, 